podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Oh, well. So, we got something new to talk about today. For sure. Um, yeah. It's going to be new and old, I guess. I don't know, man. We talked in the past about, well, sparingly we talked about, and I always wanted to really dive into it. We talked about the um, ROP 13. I mentioned ROP 13 quite yes. a bit. Yes. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm, I really, this time I want to spend some time diving into the ROP 13 and then um, doing almost like a lessons learned or, um, yeah, I guess it's more like a lessons learned than anything from right. the ROP 13. And so, for the people that are listening that do not know, um, when T was turning 13, his mother and I um, developed this plan. It's called an ROP 13. We were trying to figure out what could we do to commemorate T turning 13. Um, I had a real wild idea. I think I might have told you about it. Um, but I had a real wild I idea because I wanted. Now I wasn't walking in the woods, man. Nowhere in the world, but I would let you walk in the city. I was going to actually have him to walk to the city bus, catch the city bus to the metro station. From the metro station, catch the metro to Union Station. From Union Station, get on Amtrak and head to New York. And then in New York, have a plane ticket for, waiting for him to catch the plane back to D.C. That was my plan, right? Yeah. And it was been like, it been like an instant immersion because he had never done anything like that before by himself. And so for me, it was like almost like. That would have been cool, though. That would have been cool, right? Yeah, it it been like you know him getting the opportunity to really experience um, figuring out the world. Yeah, figuring out the world. You know, through the different methods and modes of transportation, both public and private transit. And so it was just this crazy, wild and crazy idea that I came up with that his mother was adamantly against. <laughs> so, so it didn't happen. And so we had to think of something in her terms a little more practical. And so what we came up with as a practical application was we came up with, um, we thought about 13, what we call character words, 13 character words that we. Um, oh, you got to explain what ROP stands for. ROP is rite of passage. I'm sorry. Yeah, ROP yeah. is rite of passage. So we did a rite of passage. Um, but 13 character words, 13 words that we felt that, that should um, define his life, um, words that he should live by. Um, do you remember what your words were? I remember some of them. You remember some? Which ones can you remember? Yeah, I can go through the list. I don't want you to go through the list. I want you to tell me what you remember. Um, I believe there is. So the first one I remember is integrity. Integrity. Responsibility, faithfulness, um, what? Dependability. Mm-hmm. What else was on there? There was a compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy wasn't one. What are the other ones I remember? All right, so we got confidence. I knew there was a C word on We got there. courage. Oh, okay, so I thought courage, but I didn't necessarily think that it was on there. All right, but confidence, courage. Humility. Humility. Faithful. Yeah. Perseverance. That's a good one. Purity. Purity. Yeah. All right. Um, respectful. I think you might have said that. Self-control. Yeah. I didn't make up any words. And stewardship. I made up a word. Yeah, you yeah. did. Okay. <laughs> it sounded good, though. It did sound good. So those, 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 those were the um, 13 character words. So we defined them for him. Well, we, we, we put the definition down for him. And we wanted him to kind of embody those words. And so he was supposed to study those words and figure out how he, either now or into the future or then into, into the future, um, how they would apply to his life. And so those were his 13 character words. And then... On the tail end of that, 13 weeks to the day prior to his 13th birthday, 
we started this program. And so what we had done for the program was we decided that every Sunday uh, leading up to his 13th birthday, which was on a Sunday, we were going to have a family meeting. Mm-hmm. And it would start a new week. And start, start a new week. And so we, we give him an envelope, and in the envelope was a task. Um, and those tasks were the 13 things that we thought were important for him to know uh, before we die. <laughs> yeah, essentially before we die. But, like, 13 things we thought he should know if he was to have to live on his own. And so it, it was, a, it was a, a number of things. I mean, I, they covered mm-hmm. you. you and you're right off. Time management. Time management. Uh, there was one about finances, finances. keeping a, a clean house. Keeping a house, yep. Uh, what else was there? I had like more in my head, but I lost them when I started the like list. cooking. Cooking was on there. Yep, yep. Um, we had one about project what? management. Pro- no, we had project. You sure? I'm positive. You made that one up. Yeah. But there was something like that. So you, I mean, so you mentioned cleaning. it's the law. It's the law was one of them, which was yeah. a really good one because it's the law. Um, it on, it's the law. Yeah, man, yeah. some 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 happened on Ista Law, but we talked about that in podcast. We did, but the thing about Ista Law was helping him to understand that he was going, he was he was getting older, and he was getting to an age of accountability, and that people weren't going to look at him as a little boy anymore, and so he needed to be cognizant of what the laws were. So that was a really good one. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what I can remember. Um, so we had finish it. So we had one like if we started, finish it. We had one about giving back, or you know, because yeah. we had him going around the neighborhood to his neighbors and seeing if anything that he can help them with. Um, we had one about, um, almost like, uh, employment, like whether you want to be self-employed or whether you want to work for somebody else. And we did a week of, you know, talking about what entrepreneurship looks like and what work for somebody else looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, we did one about around the house and that wasn't like just keeping a clean house, but it was about, um, out around the house? like, no, not helping out. I remember it was like the things as a man, what you, what you'd be yeah, responsible for. Cause I remember for. we took on like some projects. Yeah. We, we took on some projects around the house. Like and things, like, the garage, yeah. Clean up the garage. Yeah. And like, like you supposed to drain your, your, your hot water heater. Did we build the facade around that time? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember. I remember yeah. So, so, but uh, yeah. yeah, around the house was one. Um, personal grooming was one. Mm-hmm. Um, personal grooming was one. And so, yeah, those kinds of things, but just, just stuff that we thought would be helpful. Um. Oh man, it was Home Alone. You remember Home Alone? Yeah, Home Alone was like. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Home Alone was uh, the first time he he was supposed to stay home for an extended period for an extended of time. time extended period of time. By was himself. it supposed to be a week? No. Yeah. It was, was, was twenty four hours, man. It was twenty four hours. Twenty four. That was it. See how far away you came from that? I was thirteen. Yeah. I could have been. I could have did that. Not by law. Well, you right. So okay. Um. It's so, the law. It's the law. Yeah. yeah. So just just um. Some things that some things that we wanted him him to um, know and embody again moving forward, and then the biggest thing was the culmination of it, which was really nice. Was we pulled together 13, 13 men that we we um, at the time thought would play a, a, a pivotal role in his life, mm-hmm. and um, we put together a ceremony. And each of those thirteen men went along with one of the character words. So like they were chosen to kind of be an embodiment of that character word and some of that was good to look at to see that right. in walk. So um and so basically um we blindfolded and we had the thirteen guys to line up on the trail. Let let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> let's talk about how I got set up. So randomly around this time when we're um, doing this whole ROP 13, we might've started a little bit before ROP 13. Yeah, we did. Cause I had you riding the bike trail. Right. Yeah. So he did, he came to me and said he wanted to get into being more active and us being active together. And so he had, what we got bikes. I had a bike. Did you get a new bike? 
I don't know if you know. We both had bikes. But he's like, he wants to go bike riding and just kind of ride around. And so we worked up from like the neighborhood to kind of, oh, you know, let's go down the street by the store and stuff like that. Just going. And eventually we just, we're doing different bike trails. Come to find out, he done been setting me up so he can find the best bike, the uh, best bike trail for us to do this thing yeah. on. What in the world? Yeah. It's so, not open. So no, set, yeah, we're setting up a, um, we was trying, we was trying to figure out the best trail where we could set this this event up for him. Yeah, and so yeah, I had oh, he, he had the GoPro and all that. Oh yeah, man, you? I had the GoPro. Like, set oh up. yeah, let's try the GoPro out. <laughs> yeah, so, and that was cool. That was cool though. That was cool. That was and, cool. And though. so yeah, so so what we actually ended up doing was um, blindfolding him, mm-hmm. and um, we had thirteen guys to line up on this, I guess maybe mile long trail or maybe two two mile long trail, and so they they were set up, you know, uh, periodically on this trail. And T T was blindfolded. His his papa, um, was was his guide, granddad. Uh, yeah, his granddaddy. And um, we'd given him a a um, sack. And uh, what happened was he would he would he would his 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 granddaddy would take him to somebody, and the first person and the first person would ask him a word, right. and the word was a character word, and he was supposed to explain to them. I mean, you I wasn't there. What were you uh, explaining? meaning kind of what it meant to me and all that and then they kind of gave what it meant to them as well and talked about that word and gave kind of words of wisdom about that um specific word and then they gave me a rock which had the word written on it and they put it in the sack it's stone man stone okay stone stone does something better it sounds so much more distinguished (laughs) it was a smooth stone a smooth stone yes um with well it was like gold writing yeah yep on the stone and they would put it in the sack and then i'd move on I'd keep walking, and then I'd come across the next person, and we'd do that with the next word. So we did all that all the way down through the thirteen words, thirteen guys. Yeah, through the thirteen guys, and so, um, so that that was, that was pretty cool. Just kind of, you know, trying 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 to etch those things in his head. Um, you know, it's always important to hear from a second source, and so in his in his case, he heard he heard character words from us. He looked at the character words on his own, but he also had the opportunity to hear each particular word from a second source and how that word actually. Um, impacted their life, and I thought that was big. And then afterwards, we actually still blindfolded, um, took him, and we had set up a banquet. And so we had family and friends from all over um, waiting in a banquet hall for tea, and we just kind of um, introduced the 13-year-old T to, um, to to the world. Did we do this on my birthday? Um, actually, it might have been the day before. might have been the day before your birthday because you had a birthday party the next day. I did have a birthday party. Yeah. It was one of the few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um but it was kind of cool, man. It was kind of cool. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and um, I enjoyed doing it. Um, it was and pretty dope. Yeah, I thought it was impactful. So, so what I want to take some time now, since we've explained to you what yeah, it was, we just explained the whole thing. Yeah, we explained the whole thing. So now you got a picture of it, um, which I think is cool. Like if you, I mean, like if you get an opportunity to do this for your son, I mean, you know, I really suggest that you do it. As a matter of fact, if you hit me up, um, you know, and, and you need some help putting it together, I, I'll help you because I just think it. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. You wait to the end of this podcast. You might determine whether or not it was it was oh, helpful well, yeah, or we not. Talk about we're that. gonna talk about it. But just 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 a plug, man. If it's something you're interested in doing, let me know. So anyway, so what I want, what I really want to talk about is, I mean, you you kind of heard a little bit about how it impacted T um, while we were doing it, and even I guess um, as he thinks back on it. But I want to know really how impactful it was on your life, and not just how impactful it was on your life um, then at 13, but thinking about how it may have shaped your life for the remainder of your time in our house 
and then the first couple of years that you're off at college. So, dang, you just gonna sit back after that? I'm gonna sit back. That after was a big that, question. Bro. You didn't even give me time to think. Bro, look, come on. Um, come on. let me get the short version of the question. So, how it impacted my life? So, not only then, but then even going right, forward. Right, because so 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 you had an opportunity to perfect those um character word in your life. You had an opportunity to perfect. Um, the the lessons that were taught, like you know, it's the law, it's the uh, you know, cooking, keeping house, those things, all those things you had an opportunity to perfect. And so, in the in the incubated environment, you had an opportunity to perfect them. I want to know how 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 it it affected you. Um, was it useful? Was it not useful? Was it something that you thought that um, eh, I can do without that? Um, and then you had an opportunity to leave home for a couple years and go off to college and. Those things, that's when it really should have hit, right? right? That's when it really should have hit. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more on the back end of, of this. But um, And was it helpful in the preparation? Did it, you know, yeah. So first, I guess I'll talk about then. I think it was definitely a great thing for me at 13 having, because it became a big moment, a big memorable thing, kind of like a big event to be recalled in your mind, kind of. Almost like one of those pivotal moments in life. Right. Um, it just set that up to be something that was solid and stayed in my mind, more so than just maybe a sitting down and us talking about it. But there was a process, there was a ceremony, there was a banquet. So all of that kind of uh, caused it to become like not even just a thing, but a moment in time mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was captured. So I think that was really good for then and helping to cement even the type of things that I learned. Um, Talking about how it's helped me going on, I immediately saw like two sides to it um, that were helpful in creating that impact. But I saw like the literature side and then the experience side. Uh, and just talking about the literature, uh, like the words, I got to um, kind of understand more of the words. Like I know integrity is was a big word kind of always has been a big word but really diving into integrity mm-hmm. uh, a big thing was like faithful or not faithfulness it was a uh, dependability versus was it dependability versus faithfulness um no what it was, was it? faithful versus I, I do remember let me I'll, I'll we had look. like faithful versus spiritual dependability versus something else what yeah was it? the words that that seemed similar right but they weren't and so um just kind of trying to figure out um the difference in making sure that you were able to 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 cover. I think it was dependability versus faithful. It might have been. It might have been. But just talking, it been. It talking been. about yeah. kind of the difference. Yeah. Um and so it got to create that picture for me and as well as those things. Um just learning like I had poems that I read with it and like things from poems that still um, stay in my mind that I remember I can look back on. Um, and so just really getting an embodiment of those concepts in a physical form mm-hmm. um, was great. And those things still kind of stick with me today. And and even because of something like that, I'm still a big guy for quotes or different things like that. I like to hold on to those type of things to recall the memory whenever you're in a time of need for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other side was which is funny because this was kind of how it was set up for the experience side because we had the words, but then we also had like what the week was about. Right. And so even things like how we talked about it is the law and how we had a week of talking about law and all the kind of things. And you're getting older people are going to see you differently. 
And then, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it because it's not as luck would have it or anything, but I almost like it was orchestrated that same week. Something happened where it kind of solidified and cemented that. Um, the lesson that was meant to be learned, it kind of cemented that right. in my head through kind of an experience that went along with the lesson. And so having those type of things are things that um, were just, I guess, perspective shifting. Right. Is the big thing. And so it, it kind of offered a change of perspective and kind of some things to keep in mind, some some words to keep with me, things to to kind of aid me with accepting and understanding and going through this new perspective. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think was um, was a really great kind of, they met met each other very well. Um, oh, are you going to say something? I, go ahead. I, I don't want to stop you. I, I, I had a question about something. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to talk about kind of going into school. Okay, well, before you get to school. Yeah. So, um, the, the, there was one, one lesson that was in particular that came to mind when you were talking, and it was Lifeline, uh-huh. right? And it was about having that scripture and having that song to, to, to carry you through in hard times. And so I, I just thought about that when you were saying um, that you still have poems and stuff rolling through your head today because of it. So, um, I, I was just going to make, make mention of that uh, make a mention of that yeah how that was they even put into the whole literature thing making yeah. sure you have that type of thing right yeah that's a good one um i don't have anything to say off of that that's okay going back to school going back to school so i think even just in general kind of it was the biggest thing about it was perspective i still would say and so even going into school i kind of had perspective of certain things or this is the type of things that you might encounter and this is what that word looks like in that situation or like it's the law i i understand especially being like a college student going around like how people look at you in like a college town mm-hmm. and like you're doing things and like oh this is the night where people be on activities so they're looking out for you doing stuff and that kind of thing and so right. just understanding how people are looking at you all of that kind of thing um, so I, I think it was, that was the really big thing about it. It, it just opened me up to perspective, especially because it kind of came, like I wasn't expecting it. So it, it wasn't like this thing that was set on the future, but it was kind of like a full process of walking through. It really felt like I was transitioning into something new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was like, yeah. You was looking forward to a sweet 16. Right. It was like, okay. It was like, I got here. It's like, all right, now it's time. You're about to turn 13 and you need this. Right, right. Uh, this knowledge is something that should be imparted to you. Almost like your inheritance, almost. Yeah. Because uh, I'm reading a book that's talking about inheritance of, of a kid when he turns 16. Well, that's cool because we're going to talk about that too, but not necessarily today. But I, that, yeah. I, that's one of the things I want to talk about as well. I mean, and that's, that's, that's good because cause it was organic. It was like, man, this dude's about to turn 13. Like, we really need to hit him up with some new knowledge. And so that's what came out of it. Um, and, and that's one of the things that we've always tried to do. I mean, you know, just being intentional and, and, and keeping our mind and our eyes and stuff um, on the, just on the, on the cusp of, like, on the pulse. Like, keeping our finger on the pulse of what's happening and what's going on and making sure that um, if something is revealed to us, that we really are intentional about helping you to get it. It's funny because that's a word that I was just on. 
that I got too intentional. Uh-huh. It kind of showed me, just seeing how intentional you guys were with it, it kind of showed me how being intentional and meticulous with different things in my life. And so that was another good thing from that. Okay. And so, so I, you know, I think, and we, again, we gave you what we thought you needed at the time, what we thought was going to be important. So my next question for you, um, going through that processing and, and, and being able to glean from and being able to utilize the, the things that you learned, what are some things that we missed that, like, you wish we would have given you? No, dang, you just cut off. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 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 say for instance, you find yourself um, on on a college campus or in a college town, um, and you found your, you found yourself unprepared for the moment, and it was like, dang, man, I wish I'd have known that, and not just like, I wish I'd have known it, but knowing in your mind, dang, man, I guess my daddy could have told me that. Not necessarily blaming me for not telling you or blaming yeah. your mom for not telling you, mm-hmm. but like, man, if my parents would have told me this, I'd have been so much more prepared. Um, I can't think of anything that it's like, I wish I would have been told that, really. Um, one thing is just of, even though for the thought process of any rite of passage, so like anybody, it would be different for any one person. Mm-hmm. If they want to do it, like it's tailored towards um, who the person your was. Your child. Yeah. Right, your child. And so I know a big thing about mine was kind of per- like strength in self almost. Mm-hmm. Being able to like trust myself and be accountable for myself was a big part of mine. Um, but which was great, which is how you raised me, which is why I'm able to kind of stand on my own like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I've kind of... I didn't have as much perspective on, especially since I was the only child and all that, was interaction with other people, mm-hmm. which is something that I had to, not had to learn, but kind of like learn and develop and experience as, when I went off to school, was more developing, um, interacting with people socially and different people socially. Um, I mean, that's just because of consequence of who I am and all that too, because I'm really... Um, introverted. I keep to you myself. Was, you was own. introverted, so you got to college. I feel like I got more introverted. Oh wow, man, please. Okay, whatever. It was, high school there was those. Yeah, not even. No, nah, I wasn't no. pretty introverted. <laughs> yeah, you were real, real introverted in college. I mean, in high school, like we couldn't get you to go anywhere. Yeah. Really? I mean, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why you you're not having a hard time with COVID. Because I mean, this how you lived your high school life. Like, this is pretty much how high school. Yeah, was. I mean, it's like we couldn't get you to go anywhere. I mean, you, you did gigs or whatever, but other than that, I mean, you really you know, stay to yourself. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, just as a parent, you know, just realizing, because I, I know for me, I saw some things, not necessarily that I missed um, when you went off to college. I, so, so, so some of the things that I know you might have missed, I couldn't have given you. I yeah. put it like that. I couldn't have given you. I wish that I would have had, like, like we said, we put around you 13 guys, and it just so happens that the 13 guys that we put around you not didn't necessarily have the same mentality that we had, but we came from the same cut of cloth, if that makes sense. Right. And so we saw the world not the same, but not too different. Um, one of the things we all came from the same basic socioeconomic standpoint, right? right? And so um, it 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 that that didn't allow you the opportunity to have um, a viewpoint from a a a hood mentality. I just put it out there like that. Say mm-hmm. a hood mentality. Um, and so, which is which, I grew up. I had that. 
You see right. what I'm saying? And so I had the I had the nobody was really talking about the streets. Yeah, nobody's really talking about the streets. Which, which I mean, even was a lot of a big part of that kind of like social interaction type of thing mm-hmm, that I was talking mm-hmm. about. And so, like for me, I like I saw some things that you were doing in college, and I mean, not bad things, but just things. And I was like, Oh, uh, you talking about money and stuff? Well, no, not necessarily. Well, yeah, I should have been talking about money because yeah, like the way you left money, leave money laying around. I still I don't, don't get that. But anyway, around. so but I mean, you know, like even just like the whole the thing with the club scene, like when you were talking about promoting and stuff. Oh yeah, you know, just seeing things like that, not necessarily negative things, but like, bro, you ain't been set up for that. I, I you know, and not that I wish I would have set you up for that, They're but. Good. Huh? I did pretty good. So you think. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, I don't judge how you did. But all I'm saying is, those are the things, like, when I was looking, I was like, damn, man, I ain't set him up for that. Like, I ain't teaching to be to look out for that. Like, and so I felt, I found myself, like, giving you many, many sermons or, like, like <laughs> many lectures on, like, well, dude, you I mean. Me off the, you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you sure you like, know what you're doing? Because yeah. if you did, let me get you, let me get you, let me give you a quick lesson on it, because I can give it to you, just didn't think you'll ever need it. And okay. so, and I guess they're gonna, you're going to always, as a parent, always have those moments where you're going to see, man, I ain't giving that lesson. Now, let me see if he'll listen to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of those. There was a lot of reinforcement of stuff that we had already given you. Um, because, and I, you know, and I always tell people, man, like at, at the age of 13, really, I tell people, your kids pay attention to you when you're there in your presence. That's just the way it is. Um, and people have always fought me about that. I say, you know what? Um, your kids are always going to stray from their roots. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, excuse me. They don't always stray the same distance from their roots. Some people stay close. Some people go way out. The key to it is making sure that you give enough breadcrumbs so that no matter how far they go, they can find their way back. And so that's what I think we tried to do for you. We tried to provide um, breadcrumbs with me understanding that, hey, this kid is not going to always do exactly what I tell him to do. He's going to go out. He's going to start feeling himself, and he's going to start moving at his own speed, at his own pace, or whatever, but just making sure. I, one thing for me, I want to make sure that my, my voice is always in your head. So, like, even when you out there, when you get ready to do something stupid, I want you to hear your daddy saying, "Dude, for real." And I'll be doing like, stupid stuff. I mean, I'm not so. saying you do, but I'm just saying, like, if it comes up, because like I can remember when you first got to college and you were saying, you know, man, I'm so mad that I see kids doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, man, I would. But I know I shouldn't be doing it, and that makes me mad because I remember you saying that. I don't remember saying. I bet that. you don't, because then you came back not not long afterwards and say, "Man, I be looking at kids doing this kind of stuff." I'm like, man, y'all messing y'all life up. I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. And that's what I wanted in your head. I mean, I wanted I wanted you to always be able to process because I never want to think for you. But the thing I, I think is there's this there's this there's this, this um what is it saying or whatever he who's enslaved by. The compass, the compass has, the freedom, has the, the freedom of the seas. And so the one thing that that's one thing I always wanted you to have in your head. Like I wanted you to be enslaved by the compass. Because if you have that barrier, if you have that marker inside of you, you really don't have to concern yourself about where you go or how far you go. Because you have something inside of you that's always helping you to be in control. And I think that that's the one thing that we were able to give you um, that uh, what, what was beneficial for you. Now, on the other hand, like I said, I mean, there are some things that I, I mean, I saw that like COVID-19 has allowed you to come back home and us to reinforce some things. Because what I, I think, and you, I want your perspective on this, what I think happened is like, you heard what we said, you know what I'm saying? And it all worked in theory when you weren't in it. But then when you got in it, like you was like, mm, let me test this. And when you tested it, it was like, oh, it ain't bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, it ain't bad as they said it was going to be. And you went and you persisted further in it. I don't know. 
We don't know. I don't know. Talk about. It. I, 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 I. Uh, okay. I'm thinking about it. Right. Were there any things? I think I treated um, school as an opportunity to try out life, but from a different perspective, try out like understandings of life. Um, I, I spent a lot of time looking at how other people operate and why they operated that type of way or the things that other people type doing, trying to understand just other perspectives than the, my own and the ones that you all had for me and that y'all had given me. Mm-hmm. So I, I spent a lot of time looking at other perspectives. And I guess, um, I mean, I guess I could see sometimes where it's like, oh, it's not as bad as they said. Because even as parents, I feel like sometimes you have to... Um, overhype. Yeah, overhype. Mm-hmm. And so... When you at at first like that's the the picture that you have of, have of it, but then when you see it in practice, it doesn't look exactly as dire, exactly as big. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just experimented more with seeing things than actually experimented with necessarily doing things. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna give you a doing thing. Okay, all right. And and, and it's not a bad thing. It's just just like. The kind of thing that I'm thinking about. Like, say, for instance, because your mom used to always come to me with every night you was buying a soda. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, my wife, if y'all don't know, she's, she's very fiscally responsible. She's yeah, yeah. Like, she, she's a stickler for finances. And We had nothing to drink, bro. Well, I mean, I, I, I got it. I didn't Amen. care. I, you know, honestly, I'm going to tell you what I told her. Like, I would tell her, I'd be like, I mean, you know what? Maybe that's his coping mechanism. Like, everybody else is out hanging out drinking a soda. And if he gonna spend a dollar seventy five cent a day on a soda, ain't gonna kill him, ain't gonna kill me because maybe that's the thing that he's using. Because again, it was your first time being away from home. You're in this group setting with all of these people, and if the worst thing you're gonna do about a dollar seventy five cent soda, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Now, to be to, to her to her credit, it showed a pattern that was an alarming pattern, and and that was my thing. My thing was, was the pattern. The pattern. I was getting back late. Well, no, not no, not a pattern because this is this is in pre college, so you were in the dorm. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. Them, it, no, I wasn't even going to the parks when you were way across town when you were supposed to be in the dorm. That's not, but that's not what I'm talking oh, I about. Never did that. Oh man, come on, you was in. I hop at two o'clock in the morning. What was that? I mean, like, I wasn't supposed to be in the dorm. Anyway, could have been. Anyway, the I po- wasn't skipping curfew or nothing. The point is, the point is, um, no, it, it, but the pattern. So what I asked her to do for you was like, hey, just the cost of it. The, no, well, no, not even the cost of it. Just wait until the end of the summer. Let him know how much he spent and ask him if he persisted in this manner. Could he keep up for the f- whole four years? Because mm-hmm. to me, that gives to a pattern. And so instead of stopping the individual acts, because it, cause if it was a lesson that you were trying to teach yourself and it was only $1.75 to learn a, a, a day to learn that lesson, is that expensive? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if it was worth spending $10,000 your first year in sodas, which, I mean, you didn't, but I'm just saying, yeah. if it was worth it, then th- no harm, no foul. But if you look at it at the end of that time and say, man, I spent $10,000 in sodas? I could have spent that $10,000 somewhere else. Then that helps you to make an independent judgment right. that I did the wrong thing as opposed to us to continue to tell you that you did the wrong thing. And that's one of the things I think I tried to do. Um, I'm, 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 and, I, and I'm still trying to do for you as your father. Like, I want you to know I'm your father. I'm your father, Luke. Yeah, <laughs> um, but um, I'm your coach. You uh, see what I'm saying? And so I don't want to be your disciplinarian. I don't, I don't I'm, that's not what I'm here for. That's not, I'm not at that era in your life now. It just so happens that you're back in our house full time because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But I still need you to be developing the mindset of being independent and and not dependent. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
I'm your coach. I want to be here for you so that if you need to talk about something, like you can talk to me about it. Like we can talk like we are um not necessarily on the same level, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. talk like I I don't I don't want you to have any reservations about talking to me about real life stuff because right. like that's what I'm here for. And if I if I stay on you, if I'm if I'm constantly in your head that I'm your disciplinarian, you'll hide stuff from me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to hide stuff from me because again, bro, you <laughs> you're on your own right now. Like your consequences, your, I mean your choices, your consequences. Right. Now your choices are no longer my consequences. And so I want to help you make good choices because you're gonna bear the consequences. E. E. So ROP thirteen. And so I mean, I, and again, this is for the listening audience. I mean, I, again, it, it, I suggest anybody get an opportunity to put it out there. I mean, you know, do it, man. I mean, because it, it's it's only it's only helping to develop patterns and 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 build in. Because I always I got another saying: you can't bake the cake and take out the eggs. Yeah. It's baking eggs into a cake that will never be taken out. I think having a, a, a nice strong moment to capture um, for you to look at. Um, your foundation is a good thing to have. So I feel like RP thirteen was a good time. Like I can capture that moment of time in my head and see a big part of the foundation that was laid for me uh, in that moment. And so I think that was that's always um beneficial to have because even if like you, you as you were saying before, everybody kind of strays from the path, but you're leaving breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. It's almost like RP thirteen is a thing where Dang, I'm I'm down bad right now. I'm like I'm kind of straying from the path. Let me look back at this one moment in time, and that's a good right. way of like me reconnecting and finding my way on that path. Like I can look back at RP13 instead of searching, having to search through all these different points in my mind and in my life that I can remember. It kind of gives me this moment that encapsulates all of that. So I think that's what is really good about it. And it's interesting. We used to have this um, this pastor, and he used to talk about Kodak moments. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like a Kodak moment. Right. It's like a Kodak moment. That's, that's cool. I believe in Kodak moments. You believe in Kodak moments. Um, so as we wrap this up, it, there's going to be another level to this. Um, and you you mentioned it. Um, give me give me just real quickly. You said something about um building a legacy. Building a legacy. I don't remember, man. You said something about something that you were reading about. Oh. Uh... Inheritance. Inheritance. There you go. I ain't, yeah. I ain't want to say inheritance because it's not like I'm going to give you something. But And you ain't. So, so what? Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you all. I'm going to give you RP 13. Yeah. You got a thick bind over here. So, so, I mean, what was that all about? Um, It was just talking about, without getting into the whole other side of it and mm-hmm. all that, but just he experienced something when he was younger. Um, And it resulted in his his mom having a consequence. And so now he's older at the age of 16 and he's out on his own now at this time. And he meets his uncle and his uncle is talking about, well, you're 16, you're a man now, you'll be like treated like a man basically. Mm-hmm. And so the same way that you got away with it and your mom took a consequence before, it's going to uh, be different okay. now. Like okay. it, it's for you now. Okay. They see you. Yeah, okay. Type of thing. That's, that's good. That, 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 so, was that was relevant. And so it's like, so now that like we, we know that you're at that point of manhood, we need to start looking at your inheritance. What was given to you to be able to deal with these things because you weren't privy to that information before. Oh, I like that. I like yes. that. Is that a book I might like reading? No. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> he ain't get that from us then. Anyway, um, 
just just what in what, the direction I was going in with the inheritance is. Um, but I was having a conversation with uh, a friend today, and somebody I grew up with, and we grew up. Um, I, we, we didn't grow up middle class. Um, and so, but but being middle class, um, trying to leave a legacy right. and, and trying to develop an inheritance for his children's children. And so I, that was one of the reasons why I actually wanted to talk to you earlier is um, I think I'm about to be more intentional about that now because it's not something I've been necessarily intentional about before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always always said, I mean, like money means nothing to me, and right. it doesn't. Uh, it really doesn't. And, 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 and there's a reason for that. I mean, I just, there was a time in my life where I do just about anything for money, mm-hmm. and I didn't, like, I didn't like the man I, be, I became, I was. I didn't like the man I had become because of that thirst for, fun, for money. Uh-huh. And so I had to lose the thirst for money in order to become a better man. And right. that's, that's just always been the way I am. And so, which, which is, is like, it always caused some kind of di- dichotomy in our home because like uh, somebody from a fiscally responsible wife to somebody who don't care nothing about money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, just, but um, we, we, we're, about to be, we're about to become more intentional. I'm about to become, because she's always been intentional. I'm about to become more intentional about um, that whole generational wealth, that whole, um, right. um, it's actually an interesting concept that I've even thought about recently. Recently, as in like the past couple of months or whatever, just um, sparse, sparsely here and there. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of inheritance and um, generational wealth, and even looking at generational wealth from the perspective of as black people, right, right, um, because it looks different. Yeah, it does. So uh, there's some dynamics there. That are interesting to me, so we could talk about that on a future podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna bring in at least one at least one guest, maybe two, um, and That'd we're gonna cool. chop it up. So yeah, we be on the lookout for um, I guess generational wealth is what we'll call that. I guess. All, right. all right, all right, we'll all right. See. So bum podcast, bum podcast between you and me, between you and me, Allah.